Who was here last week? Nobody. Good. Do you? Were you? All right. Well, then I can't make, make up stuff, can I? Darn. All right. Where were we at? We're in Genesis, aren't we? Okay. Do we remember what we talked about last week? No? I don't either. Uh, what happened to Sodom because of its sin? Something rained down on it. Fire from heaven. Sodom was destroyed because of its sin. God rained down fire from heaven on the city, destroying everyone and everything in it. Who did God rescue from uh, Sodom in response to Abraham's prayer? His, his nephew, Lot. Lot and his family. All right. Abraham's nephew, Lot, along with Lot's wife and his two daughters. All right. Uh, now we're going to be reading uh, through uh, from Genesis 20, 1 through 18. So if anybody wants to turn there. And the questions that we're going to be looking for is who took Sarah for a wife? Who came to Abimelech in the night? And what happened when Abraham prayed to Abimelech? That's a nice name, Abimelech. Say it five times, Abimelech, Abimelech, Abimelech. All right, starting with uh, chapter 20 and 1. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south and dwelt between Kadesh and Sur and stayed in Ger. Uh, now Abraham said to Sarah, his wife, she is, uh, she is my sister, and Abimelech, king of Ger, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night <clears throat> and said, to him, indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hand, I have done this. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I know, for I have also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die and you, you and all who are yours. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all of his servants, told all of these things in their hearing, and the men were very much afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I offended you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. Then Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you have in mind that you have done these things? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me on account of my wife, but indeed she is truly my sister. 
She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, this is your kindness that you should do for me in every place, wherever you go, say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep, oxen, male and female uh, servants, and gave them to Abraham. And he restored Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, See, my land is before you. Dwell there. Dwell where it pleases you. Then Sarah, then to Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you and before everybody. Thus, he was, thus she was rebuked. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants. Then they bore children, for the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah's, Abraham's wife. All right, that was a long one, wasn't it? So our question is again, who took Sarah for his wife? Who took Sarah for a wife? Abimelech. Yeah. Uh, Sarah was Abraham's wife. It's confusing, isn't it? Because Sarah was actually Abraham's sister as well. That's weird, isn't it? But back then it was a different story because God had deemed that there was few enough people on the earth where they could do this. Now it's a different story. You can't do that. <laughs> Let's make that perfectly clear. Okay. <laughs> Abimelech, king of Gir, as Abraham had done in Egypt, he lied to uh, Abimelech. So this is not the first time Abram's done this. And uh, he said to Sarah that Sarah was his sister, and Abram was fearing, and he feared men instead of God. So why did Abraham fear these people? Abraham had 300 mighty men, we learned earlier. So he should be able to take care of quite a bit. But this was a big town. This was, uh, me and my son figured out, probably about 10,000 people in this town. So you had, you know, a third of that would be fighting men. So that would be quite a few men. So you can kind of understand why Abraham was afraid. Uh, who came to Abimelech in the night? In a dream. God, yeah, that's correct. God came to him in a dream, warning him not to touch Sarah and to return her to Abraham since she was his wife. All right, what happened when Abraham prayed for Abimelech? Yeah, God. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, because of the sin which Abimelech did unknowingly all the wombs were closed up so they couldn't have any kids and you had to if you had a town you had to have people and if you don't have kids you don't have people because kids grow up into people are you not people today yeah you are people uh but anyway so uh abraham prayed and the wombs were opened again and then they could have kids. 
All right. Why should Abraham have done? What should Abraham have done when he was afraid? Yeah, exactly. He should have prayed to God. He should have relied on God. Uh, he should have remembered what God had done. And each of us, God has done mighty things in our lives. Uh, Abraham also should have remembered God's promise to shield him. So God promised to shield Abraham. Uh, when we are afraid, we should also remember God's promise and past deliverances. So if you're playing football and you're on a line and the guy that you're up against in front of you is six foot nine, weighs 500 pounds, solid muscle, it's easy to be afraid because that guy's just going to walk right over you. But you trust in God. And what did God do for David between David and Goliath? Goliath was a massive giant. David was a little bitty guy. About five foot six, about right here. He, David, beat Goliath because of God. Exactly, yeah. Uh, what did God teach Abraham and Sarah in keeping, let's see, let me try this again. What did God teach Abraham and Sarah in keeping the woman in gear from having children and then allowing them to? So what was God actually doing with, with these people at Gur? He was teaching them a lesson. Uh, don't uh, fool with God's prophets, number one, but uh, it's a sin to take somebody else's wife. And so God stopped them from having kids. Okay, so then when Abraham prayed and prayed for Abimelech, God opened up all the wombs and they could have children again. All right. Any questions? No? I'm glad. All right. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for all you do. Father, we, we thank you for your faithfulness that you do protect us. And we thank you that you do grow us in all that, all that we do, Father. And that uh, any of the things that we go through in life, it's a growing experience that you have given us. Father, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen.